I remember being at a restaurant with my aunt and we were, I was ordering the duck and I was like, oh, where is the duck from? And they were like, oh, it's from a farm like close by. And I was like, okay, cool, I'll get that. And my aunt was like, what is that? How does that make a difference where it came from? I was like, oh, well, if it's at like a little farm, then like they treat the animal well. So I don't want to get like a factory farm duck. And she was like, they kill it. It doesn't matter. She, and she eats animals, like she still eats animals. So, and I was like, so irritated by this, this thing that she said to me. And it's so funny, that was so long ago. I'm like, she was totally right. She had such a valid point. I was just like, whatever, I'm getting my happy duck. <laughs> Shut up. Today, I have Alice Lancaster on the damn podcast. She is killing it with her social media. She is making reels that are reaching hundreds of thousands of people. I'm a little starstruck myself having her on here. She's gonna give you tips and tricks to making your reels and your social media look good. She's an artist, she is an activist, and she is just a beautiful, beautiful person. And so I'm really excited for you guys to listen to this episode. We're gonna go into her routines, eating, skincare, whatnot. We're also gonna go into her vegan story. And it's uh, very interesting because it's always different for everybody. So I'm excited for you to hear about this. And yeah, thanks for listening. Alice. Hey, Jamie. Hello. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. This is so great. We finally met in person at a lingerie protest. On time, early. Incredible event. Incredible. I love it. I mean, we're really just doing everything we can for the animals. We are. We're using everything we got. Exactly. Our beautiful bodies. I mean, hello. This is, we got to get people's attention. <laughs> so today, guys, we're going to talk about Alice's vegan story. We're going to talk about her reels and her TikTok and how she is taking off and how she is really getting the vegan message um, and information across to so many people. We're going to talk about skincare. We're going to talk about routines. And we're going to talk also about how she deals with anxiety and, 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 and I mean, sadness over the, what goes on in these agriculture industries. It's like the more, you know, the worse you feel, I guess, yeah. at least for me, a mess. Um, but yeah, thank you again so much for coming on. I'm so glad we finally met New York City gals. I know I was so, well, first I saw like vegan booty do her lingerie thing. And then I guess it was like, not that long after I saw photos that she posted I think of you guys in Washington Square Park and I was like oh my god I would have been there I didn't know about this and I like immediately started following you and just like reached out I was like count me in next time and yes and we did it I mean so the way that that worked is my friend Amanda literally says to me she's like are you free tomorrow like you guys want to do a lingerie protest and I was like I'm so scared like I don't know if I can do this you know and that's what veganism and animal rights activism has really taught me is it's like you got to put your own feelings aside and just speak up for the animals in whatever way you can yeah I can't tell you how many times I've been uncomfortable yeah and exactly and it's like slightly uncomfortable versus what they go through you can't compare them I all like the first time I did it in Times Square I was standing there I was like oh my god my arms are like really hurting from holding this sign up oh my god my feet are starting to hurt my back and it's like shut up you little bitch this is nothing <laughs> compared to what the animals are going through yeah. exactly yeah for three hours 
yeah, for three hours, we're doing this and it's getting people's attention. A lot of people are taking pictures. I think that's great. So why don't you tell everybody how you began to make the connection? You know, you probably didn't walk by and see, you know, a few ladies in lingerie with signs. I didn't. Um, I was learning about empaths. And like, I was like, you know, it was like on Instagram, it's like signs, you're an empath. And I saw them and I was like, oh my God, it's me. And I was like, so like self-involved. Oh my God, like define me. What is this me? I'm a Leah. And I was reading about it and I was like, yeah, oh my God, I'm an empath. And then the more I learned about it, I was like, how can I be an empath and also eat animals? This doesn't make any sense. How can you like say that you feel others pain and that, you know, and, but you're like paying other people to kill innocent animals for you to eat unnecessarily. And then it was like one night I just went on this, like got into this like K hole on Instagram. It was like Joey Carbstrong and James Aspie. And I just like watched all these videos and I knew when I woke up that I was vegan and I haven't gone back since. How many years ago was this? Almost three. Three. Wow. Yeah. It's so interesting because it's like, think about if you hadn't have seen that one post, yeah, would that have changed things? But I always say it's messaging along the way. So you might've you know, been exposed to um, the message subliminally, like without you even realizing along yeah. the way. And then you came to this and you're like, you always knew, I guess, subconsciously that oh, yeah. it was weird. I mean, for me, at least I was 13. I saw a livestock truck on the highway and it just did not sit well with me at all. I couldn't stop thinking about it. And then I would push it out of my mind and just try and close my eyes because everybody else was eating animals. And I was like, maybe I'm the crazy one. But every time it was on my plate, I was just like, oh my God, like I'm literally holding a bone, like yeah. eating a bone, like eating yeah. the meat off the bone. It was weird. It's something you just, I never thought about that as a kid. Mm-mm. That's cool that you did. <laughs> it, 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 it was something that I was just exposed to. I never thought about it until I saw the livestock truck on the highway. I was visiting my grandparents and in the South, I mean, they have those damn trucks every 30 minutes you see them. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, I mean, that summer it was like up to a hundred degrees and these pigs are inside the truck. You see yeah. them like panting. And I was in the car with my dog and I was looking over and I was like, there's just something I don't like about this. I don't know. I don't really know anything about pigs, but I do know that they don't look happy in there. And I do know that they're probably not going somewhere they want to be going. Yeah. All crammed in. Right. So that's super interesting. So what kind of, um, I guess, ignited your path into activism? Um, it was actually... COVID-19 I was like you know it was like we went into quarantine and I was like thinking about like why it all started and I was just like I'm not gonna post anything else on my Instagram besides animal rights stuff like I just you know I had all this time to do research and make videos and post them so that was just like I was like there's nothing better to do right right So what was that process like? I mean, sitting in front of the camera and just like trying to record yourself. I mean, I've been trying to do this for years and every single time I look at a video of myself talking, I'm like, I'm so dumb. Like, I don't know why anybody watches this. So then I like either take it down or I like don't want to record anymore, you know, (laughs) at least and for me. And then you get some of this feedback and people think otherwise, but I'm like, I literally can't stand myself. I can't watch this. Well, you don't have to watch it. Other people can watch it. (laughs) 
this is great. Give me all the advice. I, I need it. I know. I, well, I started off making lip syncing videos because I couldn't stand the sound of my own voice. So I would like find audio clips of people like Joaquin Phoenix or like, who else? Like Pamela Anderson, Billie Eilish, like talking about these things. And I would just memorize them and lip sync them. But then after a while, I was like, okay, you have to like actually use your own voice. So now I just talk to the camera. But that got me like warmed up to it. Wow, that's so interesting. I have to look at some of those videos. Yeah, I mean, if you go like down to the very beginning of my Instagram, that was like my thing back in 2016. It was like, just like lip syncing weird, like clips from movies or interviews with my favorite people. So like, and they'd be like minute long clips. I would just like memorize, <laughs> that's how I spend my time. <laughs> like memorize these weird videos and then like lip sync to them. That's so cool. So when did you start to see some of these reels take off? Like when you were getting 15,000 views and talk about that process. I just started posting the reels like five months ago, maybe. Before that, they were just like videos on my, on my Instagram. Oh, okay. Like reels get way more views. It's all I've about the seen that. Yeah. I got to start posting them. I remember from the first lingerie protest we did, um, I, we, we videoed it and I posted the video on my reels. It ended up getting like 40,000 views. Um, video, it's a good video. Yeah, Jordan. I mean, I, I work for a video production right. company. Like I would hope <laughs> that we would, you know, <laughs> at least be like watchable. I'm like, my boss is literally coming to a laundry protest um, with us. I mean, this could be weird, but he, I mean, he's the coolest dude. Like I love him. Yeah. And for the animals, we'll do anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it was interesting. So, I mean, I remember when I first saw one of your reels, somebody had shared your reel and it was just something like just super clear to the point, maybe 15 seconds and just something about the setup that you did. It was like very, it was just engaging and very like encapsulating, like your eyes are so blue and just like the color that you had and just the way it looked, I was like, I just want to watch this. I don't even care what she's saying yet. I just want to see it. So I clicked on it and I remember seeing it. I was like, oh my God, like this, I gotta, I gotta subscribe or whatever. Gotta share this shit. It, Cause the way that you have it set up, I think your art background helps with that. Definitely. Yeah. Cause I know like what attract, what attracts my eye. And it's usually like a face, you know, it's like, yeah. you got like kind of nice looking put together symmetrical and then it's like and then if, if you have something important to say keep it short because everyone's attention span is so short these days including my own like if I start watching something like if it's like an if an it's like an IGTV and then it I'm not going to click on it right I'm just gonna, like right. as long as it plays I'm going to watch what it plays and it's like oh that's over you know <laughs> so I realized I needed to keep it really short and it, it's your style is working. And then as you keep doing it, I guess you keep refining, you know, your style, what's working, what's not. I mean, you've gotten hundreds of messages of people being like, I'm vegan because of you. Talk about that and how that makes you feel. It makes me, it makes it all worthwhile because there are days where you can be like, am I doing anything? Am I making any difference in the world? But then when I get those messages, it's like, ah, yes, I am. <laughs> social media could be such a powerful force to make change and I at least with my Instagram try and 
make it engaging so that it's my life and a little bit of my personal life, but then also like you swipe and it's the animal stuff. So surprise. It's like when you look at the grid, it looks like it's all just me. Like, hi. And then it's like swipe from like a throat getting slit. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And I don't even give a fuck about the trigger warnings. Like go fuck your trigger warnings. If you eat this, if you eat these products, you don't need a trigger warning. You are the person that needs to see this the most. Exactly. I wish I could have a trigger warning for the vegans because I feel bad for any, like my ex-boyfriend's mom who I saw recently is a vegan. She's been vegan for like 20 years or something and she was like honey I love what you're doing it's amazing but I just can't watch those videos Uh I was like I know I wish I could warn you I know I know it's um I just think of it it's like if we're feeling this way imagine how the animals are feeling and it's like out of respect for them like even if you're vegan like we still need reminders of why we're vegan because we're living in a world where eating animals it's so normalized that like seeing those videos ignites that fire in us to keep speaking up so like I'm sure your boyfriend's mom she might be vegan for 20 years but she's not like out at slaughterhouses opening cages and seeing those videos makes you want to do that yeah yeah even though it's traumatizing it's traumatic like I'm a sensitive person too you know and I have to kind of just brush it off and put my own feelings aside um for the animals and we're also going to talk about ways to heal and to you know keep going because we also want to be in this for the long run we don't want to just be activists for five months and go full force and then you know burn out right so talk about um you know your process with you know, you're sharing some of these horrific, you know, I just saw a video you did on trophy hunting. You're like, don't be a hypocrite. You know, if you're against this, you should also be against this. You're posting some of these horrific photos, getting the message across, but then how does that affect you? It's honestly, the worst ones are dairy. Those ones, they make me physically ill. Like I almost threw up when I was editing the video of the guy raping the cow. And I had to, you know, it was like a minute long video. Like he did it for a full minute. And I had to shorten it for my posts. And so I was like, edit, and I seriously felt like I could throw up from seeing it. Um, yeah, and other times I'm just like crying after I make it. Like my roommate came in the other day and she was like, what's going on? I was like, making your video on dairy. She was like, okay, right? <laughs> horrible. Um, yeah, crying helps. <laughs> yeah. It really does help. Yeah, it's very very disturbing it almost makes me have hatred in my heart for humans but I have to keep in mind it's like this is how these people were raised you know they don't know any different they're just you know I go back and forth um there's different stages of veganism there's uh angry vegan where it's like you're just angry at the world you're angry at what people do to these vulnerable beings you're then there's sad vegan where you just feel like there's nothing you can do and that there's just so much suffering. It's almost like, uh, uncomprehensible. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's hopeful vegan where you're out protesting. You're like, I'm going to make change. I can do this. I mean, and we are doing that to a certain extent, but it's not happening fast enough. No, not nearly fast enough. No, I mean, because when I talked to people, so like I talked to my neighbor about it one day and, and he was like, so what do you eat? Like, I mean, it's like, I eat everything you eat. It's just, a version that doesn't involve killing an animal. Burritos, tacos, pizza, sushi, whatever. It's all the same. It's just like no one died for it. 
Exactly. Did you notice like a big change in your body or physically? I mean, you are like ripped and thin and I mean, do you even work out? What's your, um, I do a little bit of yoga and I do like, I try to like work out my butt cause I have a very small butt and I want a bigger one. Love that. Um, but I don't do like weight training or anything like that. I'm, okay. I don't like exercising. It's not fun for me. Um, so the way my body looks is genetics. Like my mom is petite and stuff. So thank you, mom. Appreciate that. Love that. Uh, but I definitely noticed a difference in my skin. I think dairy is just the worst for skin. So oh, yeah. that helps. Super inflammatory. Um, super just like, even in, in your, your digestion, it, it helps so much getting rid of that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So while we're on the subject of food, tell me like some of your favorite brands, favorite products. What is a normal day of eating for you? Okay. Nor I eat like the same things. I'll find like a meal that I become obsessed with and then eat it every day for a certain meal for like months until I get sick of it. So what I'm doing right now is like, I have like a breakfast taco. So I have like a sort of like a spicy flour tortilla that I grill or that I like Real. I don't know. It's like I put it on the skillet and I heat it up. And then I mash avocado on top of that, which is like kind of like the glue of the taco. And then I put red beans, sauteed onions. Um, what else goes on there? Salt. And then a little bit of this like green um, jalapeno hot sauce from Trader Joe's. It's like creamy and spicy. And then it's just like the best so you taco. put any like tofu in there or is it just like beans guac and oh, potatoes I, I thought you the potatoes too I knew there was something I was forgetting potatoes I that is so it's, it's funny you bring that up because at Taco Bell that is yeah. like what you get is basically yeah. that it is delicious so good it's like I eat it every morning and the first bite every morning I'm like oh my god this is so good months and I'm still like fuck yeah yeah. So wait, is this, um, you have like a few of them. How many do you make? I used to make two, but now I only have one and it's like kind of big. Like I used to have two smaller ones, but then I realized I was kind of like feeling overly full after the second one. I don't like to feel overly full. It feels gross. Yeah, totally. Totally. So that, okay. So that's for breakfast. And then what you wait a few hours, you have a snack and then you do lunch. Sometimes I'll have like a, an apple with peanut butter as a snack. Um, and then the second meal has been rice noodles with sauteed tofu, red bell peppers, um, fresh basil and lime juice with soy sauce. So it's like a Thai dish. So good. So good. Probably so easy to make too. So easy. Yeah. There's so few ingredients. It takes like 20 minutes or something. Really good. Great. Oh, yeah. amazing. And then what's, you know, what's like a dinner for you? Dinner's kind of naughty. If I'm feeling lazy, I'll have like pasta with garlic powder and plant-based butter, like really lazy and like a glass of red wine. Oh, that sounds great though. I love that. But it's not very healthy. And then I saw that you were posting those Trader Joe's ice cream bars, those little ones, dessert. I mean, so good. So good. But like, how many do you have at once? <laughs> I could literally go for like four. They're dangerous. You were saying your roommate like ate a whole box of them, right? Like, oh my tell you. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're so funny. You're like, feeling full to me is gross. Like, 
I will literally eat until like I'm going to vomit. Like it's a problem. Yeah, that's how she is too. And I, I, I don't want to feel sick, but everybody's you I just, I just feel that depending on what I'm eating, I, I digest the food so fast because it's yeah. like, you're literally eating a lot of like fruits and vegetables, which it doesn't sit and rot in your stomach. Like flesh does it, it passes through your track. I'm like, if I'm out and about, I yeah. can't be like eating, you know, like being like, Oh my God, I'm hungry. Like I need to eat this. You know what I mean? So it's like, I eat a lot because it's low calorie. Most of the time eat a lot stay full and then I mean I guess everybody's different yeah and also like I'm home most of the day like I'm not running around right so if I get hungry again I can just go get some food no that's great that's great what are some of your favorite uh restaurants in in New York you live in Soho so what are some of the the best spots you go to red bamboo I've never had anything I didn't like from there it's so good um I love Jarrell's Burgers. That's just around the corner for me. They just opened up. It's like, have you had um, my other favorite burger place? Uh, I went to Jarrell's right? and they were closed. No. Like the first week that they opened, I like walked all the way there. And then they were like, oh, we're, we're closed now. And I'm like, damn it, I got to come back. Because when I drive to Jersey to my dad's house through the tunnel, I like pass right by it. I'm like, yes. I want to get out of my car and go grab like a milkshake and a burger. I'll be right back and go. I got to do that. He's so nice. He's like always standing around outside. How are they doing? Do you know? I think they're doing good. I mean, they're getting my support like weekly. So <laughs> what do you get? What's your order? I like the double. Okay. I like double. I think they call it like the better burger. Are they like big? Like, can you finish a whole one? Oh, I mean, I'm obsessed with burgers. So yeah. Like, okay. Guys go to Jarrell's better burger downtown yeah, um pops eat right is another great burger in the east village um, i like spicy moon also in the east village um, have you been to orchard grocer oh gosh Fan- fantabulous i almost excellent said. that miles breakfast sandwich <laughs> i dream about that it's so good it hurts yeah amazing okay so those are some what do you have any more places Uh double zero have you been double zero great little pizza spot east village it almost reminds me of italy like that dough it's like a a pie i mean it's delicious oh wait i have isn't it owned by the same guy who owns sestina i think so he also owns like bar verde plant food and wine yes 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 big deal love him he's still just so good for restaurants Oh my God. It's so good. I mean, New York in general, but even if you're outside the city, I mean, I literally was just shopping at like at a shop and stop yesterday. And I'm, I was shocked at how many vegan options you just got to kind of know where to go. So give us some tips and tricks of like when you're in the store or like at Trader Joe's or at the supermarket, where do you go to? And like, what do you look for? How can people easily identify if something's vegan? Well, there's always a sign, isn't there? I mean, I feel like there is a trade. I shop at Trader Joe's. So they're they're good about even with their wine too they have like signs by the wine that say it's vegan what Um, makes it vegan or not for people that don't know anything that comes from an animal so So wine how is wine or beer or how is that not so most alcohol is like filtered through um i think it's like the the bladder of a fish or something to get the murkiness out so weird disgusting what how is this a thing 
it's so bizarre. It's like we're in 2021. People are flying uh, in private jets and and using iPhones where we can communicate wirelessly, but they can't figure out how to process wine without using a fish's bladder. The bladder belongs to the fish. Leave it alone. Yes. Hard to understand. I know. So I always say when I'm shopping, if you literally just look at the ingredient list, at the end of the ingredient list, it'll say allergens. And in bold, it'll either say milk, eggs, soy, or wheat. You'll see one of those four, maybe even like one other one. You just have to look for honey. Honey won't be at the bottom of that. And that is, you. I could literally look at something like in two seconds, I'll know if it's vegan or not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sometimes the label or the, the front of the box of whatever it is will kind of like appear as though it may be vegan, but it's like, I don't trust, I don't trust you guys. The, oh my God, he's so cute. Look at that face. Oh my God, I need a meal. Oh my God, he's precious. For those of you guys that are listening, Alice is holding up her little son over here. Thanks he is a, him. what? Thanks for calling him my son. Your son, what else would he be? He's um a angel. I mean, look at that face. He's got like different colors happening. He's just perfect. I love him. So, um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah. And, and also the, that stupid go veggie cheese, it says go veggie. Like they're trying to play off the vegan thing and appeal to vegans. That shit is not vegan. I don't know about that. Yeah. That it, it literally has milk in it. If you turn it over and look on the back. So like, that's why I always just say, check the ingredients. Even yeah. if it says go veggie, that doesn't mean it's vegan. Even yeah. certain things that say plant-based, like they will try and trick you. That's the goal. They want money. Yeah. Um, it's so rough. So I just, I wanted to go double back to when you're creating these, um, Instagram reels or TikToks or whatever post it is, talk a little bit about the process of like setting up the camera. Do you have a tripod? What do you do hair and makeup wise? What do you do filter wise? It's just a beautiful setup for people that are looking to up their content. Yeah. I use a tripod that I got on Amazon. It has one of those like little round lights so it gives you good light so if I'm doing one where I have to use like the green screen feature um I sit it in front of my window so I have like natural light and then I also have that nice light on me and then of course like you can't do a filter if you're already using the green screen filter so I have to like put on makeup which is kind of annoying but you do it for the animals right um (laughs) otherwise I use a filter because it's so much easier not to have to like do your makeup for a video it's just like Pick a nice filter that just like makes your skin look clear. Maybe one that makes your lips look a little plumper. I mean, why wouldn't you? Um, Yeah, I love the, I think it's called pretty mode. You can like adjust to the size of your lips. Oh, that's awesome. I'm going to go full today or I'm going to go medium. I feel like sometimes like with those filters, like I, I, I think they look good in the moment. And then I look back on them and I'm like, oh my God, like I look crazy. Some are a little crazy. Then I see a a natural photo of myself. I'm like, who is that? I don't know her. That is not me. I don't. (laughs) Way bigger in real life. Exactly. It's it's bad. I mean, it really does create a little bit of like a dysmorphia type of thing. But hey, if we're making like a a reel and we need to get people's attention for the animals, like put a put a freaking like thing of fake boobs on me. I don't care. That'd be interesting. That would that would be really effective. I think. Really? 
I think so. I, I think mean, maybe I don't even know how, like where I would order that. Maybe <laughs> I should just get a boob job, like start a, like give people my Venmo and just be like, here, Venmo me. I'm trying to start up reels. Got to get the boobs. So please yeah. add Jamie Logan. That's my Venmo. Yeah. It's pretty simple. I'll send you some money. Donations help. And then I can have the boobs really have them out there and then just start doing the reels. And then everyone will instantly go vegan. What if I just like start sitting there in lingerie? Dude, I, that's a good idea. I think we should try that. We should make one together. Yeah. Got to yeah. start this shit up. Yeah. It's all about just doing it. You said that you finally, you were like, it was nerve wracking at first. And then you finally just like sat down in front of the camera and you were just like, I'm just going to do something gets people's attention. 15 seconds. Yeah. Although the first one I think I did, it was about dairy. And it was like a, it was like a IGTV. So it was like a minute maybe, mm-hmm. but I, would, I said like, you know, like, do you know the truth about dairy? And then it was like a clip of something. And then I would say something else. And then it was another clip. So it wasn't like I was talking for a long time at the camera or having to like memorize anything. It was just like, just saying something in front of the camera, you know? Right. And, and, um, what is your advice to vegans that are not active in like spreading this message? I would say get educated, learn everything you can about every argument against veganism. Because if you are trying to be an activist and you have someone spouting some bullshit and you don't know how to respond, you can't you can't be an activist. There are certain things that I would, the, the one thing, like I feel confident about everything, but when someone starts talking about the Bible, like, I don't know anything. I've never been religious. My dad is an atheist. I wasn't raised going to church. I know nothing. So I'm like quite ignorant on religion. So you I'm like- it back to thou shall not kill. I know, that's a good one. Actually, speaking of the Bible, we at our last lingerie protest had some uh, some fans in the audience why don't you talk about that well we were holding up our signs in our lingerie and this Jesus freak came over and he was like you're sinners what you're wearing is wrong and you I don't remember what you said but I do clearly remember us like turning around and just like shaking our asses in his face and then I was like <laughs> in between shakes I would like make a fart noise and then like point it at him do you remember that it's like we were really doing the most yeah I, I mean and also it's so funny because these people are the ones that are preaching like God and his creatures and I'm like go inside a slaughterhouse and tell me like that that is the work of God yeah um, it's tell me right and and then tell me about how thou shalt not kill like what happened to that first commandment yeah well we're ignoring that one it's thrown out the window it's like they and then they talk about pro-life and all that. Well, if you're so pro-life, why do you send animals to die every single day? You're worried about a fetus that doesn't even exist really yet, that we don't even know its sentience level, but we do know animals have some level of sentience and that they do exist and they are here living in front of us. And that doesn't matter. Kill them, but don't kill the fetus that is of just a cluster of cells. My, I don't even know how to turn off my notifications on this, on this thing. I, I sometimes get calls and I'm like, hey, like I'm doing a podcast right now. Can I, can I call you back? Thanks. It's ridiculous. I'm very, and see, that's the thing too, is like with, with starting the podcast, at least I was like, I just want to be real and just raw and just like, let's talk. I don't need this to be 
you know, um, hello, everybody, like, welcome to my show. Like, fuck that. Let's talk about the animals. If we can be vegan, anybody can. It's so true. I was raised in Missouri. Like, every single meal we ate had an animal product. Um, I ate animals. I like to say I ate animals for, like, 30 years because I went vegan when I was 33. And I don't think my mom fed me animal products until I was three, most likely. Wait, right? how old are you? Sorry, you. I thought you were my age. No, I'm 36. Shut up. No. Shut up. I'm 23. I, I literally thought like I was older than you. You're a baby, okay? You're the fetus. This is crazy. Oh my God. So it must be like the plants. It's the plants, I think, yeah. Unbelievable. The not eating dead bodies. That's what I like to tell strangers when they find out how old I am. I'm like, they're like, what's your secret? I'm like, um, I don't fill my body with dead bodies. Yeah. Wow. No, really. That's crazy. I, I mean, it's working for you, girl. Thanks, mama. That's amazing. So what do you spend most of your time doing during the day? Like as animal rights activists, we want to just put our all into this message and we really want to get it out there because it relates to so many things, because it relates to human rights, because it relates to the environment, because it relates to animals and suffering for them. That's why we want to put our all into it because it's so intertwined with everything else. If we can solve this, we can solve other things. Exactly. So that's how, I feel. how do we do this with having to work other jobs? Like where does the money come in? Um, I'm a prostitute, so <laughs> I, <laughs> secret, I'm a prostitute. Um, I do childcare work and I'm a freelance artist. So okay. those, I do some modeling sometimes. So it's just like, you know, bits and pieces from here and there. Okay. I can't stand to have like a nine to five job. So mm-hmm. I'll do anything that prevents me. Right. I eventually I want to get to that uh, point as well. It's difficult for sure. And it takes up a lot of your time. This little guy, he's, he's very needy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I actually, whenever I'm fostering dogs, I take them with me to, to work, which is great. I mean, with my, with my situation, it's great because it's like a film company and we make films about animal rights stuff, but yeah. What more? could you want, you know, at least this point, I'm 23. I literally just graduated college, you know? So it's, it's a process. I know I act so much older than I am, but I'm actually like a fetus. You are, but that's, that's why I like you. <laughs> Most 23 year olds. I love, thank you. Thank you. And I mean, you're, and it's so fun, like hanging out and talking with you. And I mean, we, I, I always say this to my vegan friends too, because we're always, you know, at these actions, always protesting. And in order to keep things sustainable and not burn out, we have to go have fun and go to good vegan restaurants and enjoy. Yes. Once in a while, you know? Yeah. Um, that's amazing. So let's get into skincare um, and talk a little bit about favorite cruelty-free skincare makeup products and your process and finding that kind of shit yeah um so in the morning I I don't really wash my face in the morning I just like kind of like wipe it off with a washcloth and then um because it just I don't know it doesn't feel dirty in the morning because your face is dirty I feel like I would break out I mean I still have that like hormonal acne situation going on um, once in a while, like I, I really take skincare seriously because if I didn't, I would be yeah. a mess. Well, it looks great. You're doing a good job. Thank you. It does. It, it, it's come with, I think because I suffered from having a it, not horrible acne to the point where I had to go on Accutane, but like definitely something that made me insecure 
it um it it made me much much more into skincare than I would have been yeah I was never really into skincare until like the past year probably wow I don't know it's weird like I didn't care about makeup or skincare or hair or anything like that like I never went to Sephora now I go to Sephora like once a week they all know me (laughs) it's weird um oh yeah so I start with like just washcloth over my face and then um but then before I put makeup on I will like clean it properly and then I put sunscreen on um when you say clean it properly do you do like a moisturizer I mean a a face washer and toner like what's that just face wash just face wash um I have what do I use it's like some bar soap that my little sister gave me it's from I don't understand people that I, I I don't understand people like you because it, it I used a bar soap on my face. Oh my well, God. it's not for your body. It's bar soap, but it's for your face. Okay. Yeah, it's not like I'm not using like ivory soap on my face. My grandma used to do that, and she had perfect skin, like ridiculous. That stuff is weird. I mean, like when I tell you she was 94 years old when she passed away, this woman had better skin than me. Did she smoke too? She did when she was younger. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. I used to smoke too. Really? I started smoking when I was like 13. I was a bad girl. And what, when did you quit? Um, I quit. I quit. I smoked like from when I was like 13 to 18. And then I quit for a few years. And then I started smoking again for like another year. And then I smoked again, like a few years after that for like six months, but now I haven't smoked in like three years. When we're talking about like smoking, are we talking a pack a day or like a cigarette a day? Oh, like half a pack, a pack a day. Oh my God. No, now it's like, I can't imagine. It's disgusting. Oh my God. I love smoking. Like, I think it's, it's so, I just think it's so soothing and I love it. If it was healthy for you, like. Oh, I'd be going through a couple packs a day. For sure. I would definitely still be smoking. But I mean, every time I'm smoking, I'm thinking about how I'm literally ruining my entire system. I'm like, I can't. Plus, they have been tested on animals over the years. Not anymore, I don't think. But um, it's not something I consider, like, I guess, vegan. What? Like monkeys? beagles monkeys I mean yeah I mean they everything at one point was tested on animals that's why I'm like people will come at you like if you I remember I had to get like stitches in my neck for like I had a situation like a year or two ago and I'm fine now but I people are like what kind of stitches did you get I'm like I don't know like I had it was a medical thing like there's nothing you could do about certain things like that we're wondering if you got vegan stitches yeah like I, I did the best I could to be like, listen, like I'm vegan. Like I don't want to take it, uh, you know, medicine if I don't have to, that, you know, right. has anything in it. But other than that, it's like, you can only do what you can do. And I think the definition of veganism is so important to keep in mind. It's basically that you try to seek and live a lifestyle that excludes animal products as far as is practically possible. Right. We're not like perfect. Vaccine, which was not vegan, but right we got it doing the best I can exactly stuff like that exactly um and I think that's really important to keep in mind it's it's doing the best you can and and by deliberately putting flesh and a body part into your mouth like that is not doing the best you can yeah 
It, it is absolutely, absolutely insane. So if you could give um, everybody, so did you finish your skincare stuff? So you put on a moisturizer? Well, yeah. So I washed my face, put on uh, sunscreen. I, oh yeah. I also put like a little bit of oil on my face. Okay. What kind do you know? Um, vitamin E is good. I've, I like vitamin E oil. I'll try that. I don't know. I can't remember what this kind is. I think it's like, I think it was some kind to prevent from scarring. Okay. Piggy bit my nose when he was a puppy and I bought that oil specifically so that it wouldn't scar on my face. Wow. Oh, that's um, interesting. Well, guys, if you are curious about more about Alice's skincare routine, go to her Instagram and yes. in the story highlights, tell them about where they can find yeah, it. Yeah, there's, there's a story highlight called um, Ask Me Anything or like Q&A. And I have a photo of my medicine cabinet with all the products and everything tagged. Great. Perfect. So we'll go there and check that out. Yeah. Um, and so if, if you want to just uh, like give anybody any last little bit of advice or things that you are looking forward to in the vegan movement, things that you want to do, let's talk a little bit about that. Definitely want to do more demonstrations. I could do those like once a week. It's yeah. so, it, it makes me feel so powerful. Um, I think before you do any kind of activism, when you're just, when you're not eating any animals anymore, but you're just like not you're not being active, you're kind of like, uh, you can be kind of just like angry and like frustrated and not know what to do, but this is such a good way to like actually feel like you're making a difference. Yeah, and know that you're making a difference. I mean, it's, yeah. sometimes it's people's first time even coming across this message because everywhere they go, whether it's the supermarket, they're seeing pictures of happy animals, it's not in their eyesight at all. I know when I walk through like the flesh section in grocery stores, sometimes I can't help but go dead bodies, dead bodies. (laughs) I said that recently one day in the work, the the woman at Trader Joe's like looked at me and I was like, oh, that was me. And she was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And exactly. It's the first time that they hear it and they're like, they get reactive. And I think that that's a good thing. Like we do. I was triggered when I first heard the message. I remember my friend being like, why are you eating like fish? Like well, that's still an animal. I, I was a pescatarian at one point and I was like, uh, I didn't really have anything to say to her except make up bullshit, but I was triggered by it. Yes. 20 days later or something like that, I was vegan. Like, yeah. Yeah. My aunt, I remember being at a restaurant with my aunt and we were, I was ordering the duck and I was like, oh, where is the duck from? And they were like, oh, it's from a farm, like close by. And he's like, okay, cool. I'll get that. And my aunt was like, what is that? How does that make a difference where it came from? I was like, oh, well, if it's at like a little farm, then like they treat the animal well. So I don't want to get like a factory farm duck. And she was like, they kill it. It doesn't matter. And she eats animals. Like she still eats animals. So, and I was like, so irritated by this this thing she said to me and it's so funny that was so long ago I'm like she was totally right she had such a valid point I was just like whatever I'm getting my happy duck shut up (laughs) it sticks with you right I'll never forget when my friend said that to me she's like I'm not even vegan bro but I'm just saying like your your logic makes absolutely no sense yeah it doesn't make any sense but we like to tell ourselves these things one of my friends, she goes, all it took was for one of my friends to be like, see, I don't even like animals and I don't eat that, but you actually like animals and you're literally eating their dead bodies. Yeah. It's all about perspective. Yeah. 
it really doesn't even, everyone is always so focused on the food part of it. It's like, it's all just about the switch in your brain that has to happen. Like when you stop seeing animals as food, your whole entire world changes. It's like you, like the fact that their body parts are on the menu, it's almost like you're living in like a fucking like alternate reality. Dystopia. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, it's crazy. So do you ever see yourself going to slaughterhouses or vigils or like, what does the future of activism look like for you? I'm going to go with you. I'm going to suck it up and go because I need to. Absolutely. There was one yesterday and I am going to go to the one in two weeks. So if you want to go to that one, we can meet in the city and go. Um, once I move into my new place in Brooklyn, I will then be in the city and be able to drive out and drive back mostly. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be, I mean, it, it's devastating to go. It really, I mean, that is what actually got me to become a lot more active. So you talk about, you want to do more demonstrations and AV cubes. Have you been to AV cube? I haven't got to go to that. If, I mean, I find those, that is what was most empowering to me at first was like holding the TV screen with that footage and like just standing there with a mask, like nobody even sees you, but you're able to see their reactions of like, I mean, a lot of these people have never seen this before. And I remember doing that at first. I felt so empowered. I was like, I'm changing people's lives by, by holding this. And I'm telling the stories for the animals that are no longer here to tell their story. And from there you meet people. And I remember meeting um, my friend Hashem and he was like, I'm going to a slaughterhouse vigil tomorrow. Are you free? Do you want to go? It's at six in the morning. And I was like, I don't know if I can go. And then now looking back at that, I'm like, I need to be there for the animals. Like whether it's giving them water, whether it's documenting the conditions and posting this on my story, whether it's um, even saving an animal, if we can, like if the workers are willing to surrender one or if I can just take one and go, like whatever it is, we have to be there when we can. And that was really what changed things for me was looking in the eyes of the animals and, 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 and just like, it was all so real. It was no longer behind a video. Mm-hmm. It was like happening right in front of you. And then I've been inside these slaughterhouses where now it's like, when I talk to people, I could be like, I've seen this with my own eyes. I've been That's inside slaughterhouses really where animals have been skinned. When I tell you skinned alive, eyes blinking. <sighs> I mean, they, they were cutting off their limbs, skinned, eyes open, blinking. But if I weren't, wasn't there to see that, like this is happening every single day, every single second. How do you um, access to these places? How do you get in? I walk in until they tell me to leave. Some of the time. I mean, at least in newer, like they do not want you going inside. And like we've already exercised our right to go in and and like I don't go in every time I'm there, obviously. But like if you're if you're new, like if you're going to if you're by yourself, or I, I wouldn't actually recommend going in by yourself. I'd always recommend being with somebody else and always having video on hand because these people yeah. tend to be very aggressive and like you yeah. are risking getting hurt and you are risking violence upon yourself. Oh like I've been manhandled out of many places before and it's scary. So like you really have to be careful. But sometimes like I'll just walk into live markets and just play dumb until they tell me to leave. Yeah, yeah. They can't be here. Oh, like, I didn't know, like, no worries. Like, how are you? <laughs> this all looks great. This looks amazing. Like, wow. I, I love how you keep these animals. This is great. I got, give me one of them. I want to eat that. Yeah. So, disgusting. Eat that so insane. <laughs>
I mean, yeah, I really, I, I think we'll go, we'll definitely go in the next few weeks. And for those of you guys that are listening, even if you're not yet vegan, go to these vigils, go to these slaughterhouses and see it for yourself. See it with your own eyes. I was one of those people where I was, when I was learning, learning about dairy and eggs, I was like, I don't really, I want to see this for myself. So I've been to dairy farms. I've been to the egg hatcheries and it's 10 times worse when you're actually there because you're smelling the smells. You're like, you feel like the thick air and like the feathers that are everywhere. And oh, it is horrible. The fact that these places exist on this planet, it's really hell on earth. Yeah. Yeah. These are the works of the devil. So where can people find you? And um, are, are your, your DMs open if people have like questions for you? Right open, DM me. Um, yeah, and I also do like a um, like a donation-based vegan coaching. So if you want to go vegan or if you already went vegan and you're having trouble, um, DM me. We can talk about it. Send me some Venmo money. Um Right. Yeah, and my Instagram is underscore Alice Lancaster underscore. I'm not really on TikTok. I had I had a TikTok account for like a second, but I couldn't deal with all the teenagers screaming at me. I hear so, you. I TikTok is they get very aggressive and very violent. I actually when I started my TikTok, my first video got like a million views, and I had to like deactivate the comments because I was like so overwhelmed. But yeah. like we have to keep in mind that is good. We want that. We want these triggered people commenting because it's getting the message out there further. And for yeah. you know, every, like, at least they're hearing this message. Yeah. Even though so I post something and just never, ever read the comments. Please go back on it. If you take anything, like any way, anything away from like our podcast today, please, like TikTok is amazing for the animals. And if you're making these reels, you may as well put it up on TikTok as well. Do it. Okay. Okay. Do it. And do don't it. even look at the comments. Yeah, yeah. Don't turn them off. Don't even look at the comments. Just do it. And for those of you guys that are listening, I, I need to take this advice myself. Just sit in front of the damn camera and record this shit and keep the animals in mind and just do it. Also, you're doing it right now. Sort of. I mean, yeah, with the podcast, I am, but I need yeah. to do it with like my social media, my Instagram. This girl, I was on the phone with this girl yesterday and she goes, I saw your video at Newark's The Slaughterhouse the other day. She said, you guys were giving the animals water. I mean, it was so hot. These sheep had wool coats on. I mean, it was, we had to be there to give them water to at least alleviate some of that suffering. And she goes, now I'm going out to slaughterhouses. I'm in PA, a Lancaster PA. She's like going to all these auction houses and doing this. She goes after just seeing your video. And I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, okay, you're, you know what? Now I got to really keep posting. Like I have to. Yeah powerful no matter how many people like are like oh here she is another annoying vegan like if that's your way of just discrediting what I have to say you can say that but then I can promise like the uh, the other couple hundred people that are seeing this like it's connecting with someone definitely definitely and I another thing you have to think about when you do this work is like not caring if everyone likes you I used to want everyone to like me and now I just don't care yeah. You know, you don't like what I'm doing. You can go away, but you know, I'm doing this for the animals. So, so suck it. Exactly. And on that note, thank you guys so much for listening. Go follow Alice at underscore Alice Lancaster underscore. I'm at JLo Kurtz. This podcast is Drop the Knife Podcast. Alice, thank you so very much.
Amazing. Thanks, guys. Until next time, be well. Goodbye.